The best candidates really are not even job hunting. They often have a job and they're happy, but they're still open to new opportunities. So we need to go to them and where they're spending their time and promote our brand there and also occasionally post jobs there, you know, when it's appropriate. Let's go. You're listening to the Brand New You Show, the podcast dedicated to helping you own your brand. Each week we meet here to learn how you can use today's technology to build your personal brand, grow your influence, and impact your career. I'm Ryan, your host, and today it is my pleasure to welcome to the show Audra Knight, a social recruiting client success manager with CareerArt. Audra is a self-proclaimed employment branding nerd, a LinkedIn certified recruiter, and a change enthusiast. She is the co-host of the Social Recruiting Show, held on Blab every two weeks on Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And in her spare time, Audra is the bassist in a punk rock trio band called The Filth. Audra, it is my pleasure to welcome you to the brand new You Show. Thanks for having me, Ryan. I'm, I'm a super fan of the show and very excited to take part. Before we get into any of the social recruiting stuff and employment branding we're going to talk about, I have to ask you because I'm curious, how long has the band been together and how long have you been playing bass? Um, actually, it's kind of a good story. I was never really into music as a as a child and I spent a year in England um, studying and I met my husband and at the end of the year, I still had my senior year of school and he was finished. So he came here to the States and he had been in a, a punk band in London and he looked around for some bands, but we kind of lived in the sticks. So there, it just wasn't working out. So he, he just turned to me and he said, you know, you need to learn bass because <laughs> this is the only way this is going to work. And then we'll have a band. All we're going to need is a drummer. Um, so I said, oh, no, I'm not really interested. Um, but then. I was able to learn pretty quick because, you know, I had a built-in teacher that was super great and easy to learn, you know, learn from. So we actually, that's how I started. And I've actually been playing with him for uh, 14 years. Wow. Okay. Awesome. Now, I, I, I called you a punk rock trio band because that's the way you're described in a Facebook post that I saw. But do you guys consider yourself to be a punk rock band? No, we're actually not that heavy, maybe more alternative okay. rock. Um, it's really just for fun. We all have day jobs. Um, we just play locally. We're not trying to get super famous, but it's just a, super fun. I really like the shows and the fans, just local fans. But I love that part. Um, the writing stuff is a little harder. A lot, you know, that's really hard work. And luckily, my husband's really into that. So he kind of pushes me through that part because I like the performing. We're not super punk, no. Yeah, okay. Because I, I, I listened to um, several of your songs on Facebook and they're really good. I liked them. Awesome. But... When I saw punk rock, my my immediate thoughts went to Black Flag and the Dead Kennedys, and yep. you know uh, some of the some of the we'll say the more traditionally thought of punk rock bands. And then I listened to your music, and I'm like, well, this is this is really this is good. This is not what I was expecting, <laughs> but it was really good. Yeah, I think you could compare us more to like the Foo Fighters. Yeah, yeah, okay, there you go. Sort of fast, fun, loud rock. But thank you, I really appreciate the kind words. We do a lot of writing now in our own songs, and my husband is a fantastic writer, and I think it's going really well. Where I'm working on recording a CD now. No, oh, okay. I was I was going to ask if you had any place where people could t- check out your music. Yeah, right now it's only Facebook, which is embarrassing. We should definitely have our own website, but since we all have our own jobs. It's a bit tough with time. So right now it's just Facebook and we have all those videos up, but then we'll have some recordings, um, you know, this year soon. Yeah. So anybody who's listening, I do recommend while it's on Facebook, go check out the music. You guys, you guys have some really good songs on, uh, on Facebook. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. So now bassist and bands out of the way, because now my curiosity has been completely satisfied. I'm going to start you off with the question I ask everybody who comes on the show. If you could vacation in only one place, where would you go? So if I were to pick a place I've never been, I would 
go with New Zealand because I've heard such good things about the people and how beautiful it is. Um, but since it's only one place, I probably be safer to pick somewhere that I love that I know about. Um, and that would be either Northern England or Ireland. I think it's so beautiful. You kind of feel like you go back in time. The culture is great. The people are just so funny and nice. Um, so probably Northern uh, England. I could be wrong, but I think you could, you might be able to find some time to hang out with mutual friend Katrina Collier as well, right? Exactly. Yep. She's, she's awesome. She's fantastic. She's actually from Australia, but she lives in London now. I want to dive into some of the questions now. I mentioned in the opening that your title is a social recruiting client success manager. When you go to your day job and you're not playing in your band, what is it that you're working on for CareerArc? Sure. Well, basically, we are an HR technology company and we help businesses amplify and protect their employment brand. And the amplification part is our social recruitment platform, which is what I work on. And it's a fully automated job distribution tool that sends your open positions to all the different social networks for recruitment, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. We also have um, a content scheduling tool that is similar to the other ones out there, except ours is specific for recruitment. And all of your open jobs are actually integrated into this content tool. So that's really cool. And I don't know of any other company that has that specific for recruitment. And then the brand protection side of CareerArc refers to our um, career development software that our clients can offer to outplaced employees. And just a new thing, we're actually offering that now to declined candidates. And the idea is that for every job, there might be you know 200 applicants and maybe 199 of them, they don't get the job. They're disappointed and unhappy with your brand. You know, they might've spent hours working on the cover letter. Oftentimes they don't hear anything at all to say they didn't get the job or they get sort of a canned thing from an ATS that's very generic and they know didn't come from a person. So if you multiply like 199 people by all of your jobs over a whole year, that's just a lot of people that are having like a negative candidate experience. So we give them the companies that we work with actually give them this career tool as a gift to say we realize it didn't work with us, but we really want you to be successful going forward. And it helps them get a job um, 70% faster. Um, we've done a lot of research on how well our tool really works. And then the idea is that they'll be, you know, leave with a positive impression and they're not going to go on the different review sites or on social media to say they had a bad experience. Um, so that's brand new. We're really excited about that part, offering it to decline candidates. Wow, that is cool. Yeah, it's really is. Is there a way within career arc then for job seekers to look for positions like mm-hmm. anybody listening today wanted to go, you know, say they're actively searching for a job? Could they go to the career arc website and find jobs that are yep. potentially listed there? Yep, absolutely. We actually have a very, very large job board. Um, all of our clients' jobs are up there, as, as long with, along with many others. Um, you can target your search just like on a different sites. You can get job alerts with exactly what you want um, sent to you by email. Um, you can also, we have a really neat, cool tool where you find a job that you're interested in, and you can click a button to see what connections you have to that company um, on Facebook or LinkedIn, mm. which I think we we both know how important networking is to getting an interview and getting the job. So that is really, really useful because you can say, okay, this is a company, a job I really want. Oh, it turns out I actually know this person on LinkedIn that's, that worked there five years ago or whenever they work there. You can contact them and they can say, oh, yeah, I still know Sally from HR, you know, and sort of get it in that way. So that is a really cool tool that I like. We also have a way what's called like get jobs tweeted to you. So when you find a job, if you select that, it will tell you which which Twitter channels to follow that are actually targeted for that specific category and um, location. So say like Boston marketing jobs or something along those lines. So you can follow that channel and just get those jobs in your Twitter feed. Wow. 
Wow, that's pretty That's pretty cool. Yeah, we have a lot of great um, offerings for people that are job seeking. If you check out the website, um, careerarc.com, there's a tab called Job Seekers. Wow, that's cool. That could be that could be some very targeted searching mm-hmm. for the job seekers. Yeah, because you don't really want to follow a channel that's just like all nursing jobs in the U.S. Right. It's just going to fill up your feed. It's just too <laughs> much information. Where this one, it is really specific to like your city and the category of job that you're interested in. You mentioned a few things in your, a couple of things in your answer there that I want to dive into a little bit deeper is social recruiting, of course, and then employer branding. And can you take just a minute to explain what it, what's the difference between the two? Yeah, this is kind of a tricky one. Every I feel like everyone has a slightly different opinion on it. My opinion is that employer branding is sort of the bigger picture and social recruitment is sort of one of the tools you would use to promote your employer brand. So that along with recruitment marketing, content, you'd use all these different tools to overall promote your employment brand, if that makes sense. To me, um, it's kind of accepting that times have changed and people are spending a huge um, portion of their time on social media. So it makes sense to get the jobs and your branding to them instead of expecting them to come to your career site or your job board. The best candidates really are not even job hunting. They often have a job and they're happy, but they're still open to um, new opportunities. So we need to go to them and where they're spending their time and and promote our brand there and also occasionally post jobs there, you know, when it's appropriate. Yeah, exactly. It's like Gary Vaynerchuk. He always talks about go to where your audience is. Mm -hmm. Makes no difference to you as a business to have a Facebook page, for example, if none of your people hang out on Facebook. Yep. Total waste of time. So as we start to talk about from a job seeker's perspective, I think a lot of people know and understand LinkedIn has jobs that are posted. You can find company information there. But overall, LinkedIn's kind of a big, cumbersome thing. And one of the things that that they claim will help you as a job seeker kind of rise up above everybody else is this premium job seeker account. From where you sit on the social recruiting side, do you see that it's worth it for a job seeker to pay LinkedIn that monthly fee to become a premium, you know, to have that premium job seeker account? So I've never actually used the that type of account myself. I've had recruiter type accounts. Um, but from the research I've done, I think that it's it's probably not worth your time and money. If you do, you know, you have enough money, you don't have any concerns at all, sure, go for it. Um, but if you're on a budget, you're, if you're out of work and you don't know when you're going to work again, I definitely don't think the benefits are really worth it. Um, it doesn't, you're not going to be found easier by recruiters. It doesn't change that. Recruiters are going to go in and search by keywords. And if you've done a good job with your profile, they're going to find you. Um, all that it does is if you've already applied for a job on LinkedIn, it puts you slightly higher above the people, um, just those few people that applied, which I don't think is much of a benefit. Um, and it also, you can see more people that have viewed your profile um, in the for like the past three months. But if you're looking for a job, you should be checking that all the time anyway, so you know who's looking at your profile. Um, there's all these sort of little things that certainly don't hurt. You know, they're fine, but I don't think you need you need to waste the time or the money. Okay, taking a note. Going to cancel my account this afternoon. <laughs> No, do you have it? Do you do you find it useful? I actually do have it. I don't really find it that useful to be honest. Uh, yeah, I just I actually just signed up for their free whatever 30-day mm-hmm. program uh and so at the end of the 30 days they they think they're going to charge my account, but they, they're not. <laughs> yeah. Uh so but I haven't I like you just said, I haven't seen much benefit from it. I think the real the only real thing that I notice between having it and not having it is if you go and you look at 
who has viewed your profile, and then the statistics of how many people have looked at your profile over the last few days. Yeah. But I mean, you can see who's viewed your profile. I think it's for the past week for free anyway. So all it does is let you see farther back in time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, and I don't see the benefit to that. Now, what, what about using, I know LinkedIn has, it's, it's basically a big search engine mm-hmm. and, and people don't really look at it that way. I don't think they kind of, they look at it as I'm not really sure what this thing is, but yeah. I know I'm supposed to have it because I'm a business professional. <laughs> but really what LinkedIn is, is a big search engine. And I even myself get a little confused with, you know, all the different searches and types of things you can do. So do you have advice for job seekers if if they want to use the platform to look for either companies they want to work for or people who work at companies or they want to find jobs? How How can they take advantage of the search function within LinkedIn? Yeah, well, I just think it's important to try and use the advanced search tool because then you get a lot more different options about exactly what you're looking for to kind of save some time. Um, And also the save searches and save jobs are all things that you want to use to be the most effective. Um, But I wouldn't, I don't, LinkedIn nowadays doesn't actually have the, the most jobs out there. I would actually spend more time on like Indeed or that when you're actually searching for jobs. For LinkedIn, I would just make sure that your profile is like perfect and filled with keywords and get that absolutely perfect. And then definitely look for some jobs on there, set up some alerts. Um, but it doesn't have nearly as many jobs as some of the other sites really. Can you set up alerts on LinkedIn? Yeah. Well, they're called, they're called save searches, save search. So I'm, I'm not familiar with the save search. So can you walk me through what that is? Yep. So you can um, say, okay, I want a job in this area and I want it to have these keywords in the title or what have you. And then you can save the search. And then anytime a new job enters that, it's going to get into your search. And so maybe once a day or once every week or how often you're searching, or you're looking, you just go into LinkedIn and, and check that search. It's the same thing that actually recruiters use when they're searching for people. So we actually um, will put in all these different complex, you know, Boolean strings to try and find the right people. And then we've got a good search, we'll save it. And then you can just go look back whenever you need to look to see if anyone new enters the search um, or if anyone changes their job. But for job seekers on LinkedIn, it's really important for them to think like recruiters. What's the recruiter going to be looking for for the job I want? And how are they going to be searching? And to understand that so that you can really make your profile perfect and be found. So what does what does a recruiter look for? As a, as a LinkedIn certified recruiter, what are things that make a candidate stand out? Like when you, if you're looking for something, you see it and you go, that's somebody I need to talk to more. Um, definitely. If they have recommendations, I think those are really good. It's kind of like the modern day employment reference. Those are useful. Um, a lot of connections. You don't have to have a million, but quite a few connections to show you're active. Really friendly picture. But even before I look at your profile, it's more important for job seekers to make sure that they're found. Mm. Because a lot of people have this nice looking profile, but they're not using the right keywords. And they're never going to be even found by recruiters. Or there's misspellings. There's a lot of different things that could go wrong. Mm. Um, but you definitely want to make sure that you have keywords in so many different places. Um, obviously, you're going to be subtle about how you put them in there so it doesn't look spammy. But you want them in your headline, your summary, your current job title, and the description as long as your past titles and your past descriptions. And that's a bit much. I mean, I don't. I guess I don't have keywords in all those places, but if you're job hunting, you should. It's really important to have them there because you're just going to get ranked higher when a recruiter is trying to find you. Okay. And then a few other places I don't think people realize you can use the keywords are skills. And that's questionable whether it affects it or not, but it, it doesn't hurt. So make sure that your skills that you put on there um, have keywords the ones, the endorsement skills I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And also your public profile URL. 
So when you first join LinkedIn, you get sort of like a LinkedIn slash and all these numbers, which you can change it to LinkedIn. There's a two letters in between that they pick and I forget what they are. I, I think it's I-N. I-N, yes. And then slash and mine's Audra Knight. So that's another place for keywords for my name. Um, but you can even call it like the best recruiter or, or whatever your job or Java developer. You could put whatever's free to use that for keywords, especially if you have a, you know, a, a name like John Smith, then that's a great place to just make some cool title in your in your URL and use keywords. That's a, that's a great idea. And I can tell you a lot of folks that I talk to about LinkedIn, they don't, they've not done that. They've not taken that step to do their custom URL. Yep. Um, but as you're thinking, yeah. I was talking to Sabrina Clark from brandyourself.com um, recently, and she mentioned keywords also, but adding a qualifier to them. And so if you put the two together, you you could do something like, you know, IN slash Ryan Roten product manager. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So then I get my name in there. Plus I get the title that I'm looking for as a key as an additional keyword as well. Exactly. Like, or if I put best recruiter, something like that, you get the keyword and yeah, absolutely. Two other places. This is, I think really not known is that um, the websites you choose in your, I think it's called contact me section. You get to choose three websites and most people just, um, they select the sec- selection website and then they put the link to the website. Um, but you can change that if you choose other. And I think that you should choose other for all three of your websites. Then you can name the actual link. So what they see. So for mine, I think mine one says the social recruiting show and that's the link. And people are much more likely going to click on that link than if it just says website. I think it's more intriguing and more informative. Um, but also th- there's keywords there too, because I got social recruitment in there. So that's another place you can um, customize to use some keywords. Yeah, good, and then, good tip there. And then I guess the last one is not about keywords. I just wanted to mention to make sure that you're completely public. Because I had thought I was about a year ago, and I went and checked. Um, and it's called Edit Your um, Public Profile. And it turned out that like five seconds of my LinkedIn was not public. And then about two months ago, I went and checked it again. And, there, and it, for some reason, there was another two that weren't checked. So I recommend going back pretty often and just making sure that everything is public for recruiters to see. Uh, what do you think about adding your your actual phone number to the to your contact info? Um, if you're job seeking, I think... Go for it. Yeah, because you want to be easily found. Absolutely. Um, for recruiters, it's 50-50. A lot of them do because they want job seekers to reach out to them. Um, but a lot of them are just so swamped with resumes that they don't. But for a job seeker, I think why not? I don't think you're going to get a lot of people that are stalking you that are weirdos that are going to call you. I could be wrong, but I think you want recruiter to, one, find you, and number two, make it super easy for them to contact you. So I think it's a great idea. Let's let's move on um, from LinkedIn. I think that's maybe, even though it may be confusing to folks, it's probably a little more uh, intuitive that you can find jobs there. I want to talk about some other places on social media that that may not be so intuitive, and one of them is Facebook. Mm-hmm. How does a job seeker utilize Facebook to start to find the jobs that are posted there? Sure. So. There's not as many, obviously, um, and they're not going to so much come up in your feed. Um, but what you need to do is find different companies in your area they're interested in working in and then see if they have, firstly, a corporate Facebook page and then super social and bigger companies actually have a careers Facebook page. Um, I think a good example of that is um, Oracle. They have an Oracle careers Facebook page. So if you follow those, you're actually going to then see all their jobs right there. They Or they may have a tab. All of our clients have a tab which has all of their jobs inside the tab. Um, and then the idea is once you find one you're interested in um, is to like it. And then if you 
or you could share it if you use you know Facebook for business. Because if you think about a careers page, um, usually it's someone in HR that's running that. So a good example is I was doing that for a different company at, at one point. And there was this one lady that always liked our jobs. She always shared them. She was just super, she would comment like, oh, I'm really excited about this one. And she, she was super gung-ho. She really wanted to work for the company. And so I just I got, got to know her name because I saw it all the time. And then I was actually looking into our ATS um, for just some job for some reason, and I saw her name. And I was sitting next to the recruiter who was you know, working for that position, and I said, oh, have you looked into this person? And she said, no, but let me check her out. And she actually ended up getting hired. So it's good to get your name out there um, with recruiters if it's like a careers um, Facebook page. So you want to comment, you want to like, um, and just let them know that your name really so that they recognize it if they see it in their ATS. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. I think, I think that's something that people forget about. They, they, you have the ability to comment on things mm-hmm. within it. And, you know, you, you could, that's a way for people to demonstrate their expertise mm-hmm. Or knowledge on a particular subject or, or topic. And like you just said, mm-hmm. someone who's paying, somebody's paying attention to these sites. And if you're there often enough, they're going to know who you are eventually. Right. And if it's career content, it's usually someone in HR, which is great. You want them to know your name, definitely. But one thing it's important is if you follow, um, you know, you say you really want to work at Oracle and you follow their page, you're actually not going to see many of those posts in your feed. If you really want to see them, you can actually select if you're on a desktop. Um, if you click on like again, it will give you some options that you can see. You can get a notification when they post things if it's a career-related page. Or you can just say um, that you want to see all of their stuff in your feed. Um, but just to keep that in mind, because a lot of times when you follow a brand, it's kind of pointless unless they're paying a lot of money. Um, you're just not going to see that stuff in your feed. I do that all the time where I follow a brand. And then like a year later, I'm like, I haven't seen anything of theirs at all in my Facebook feed. <laughs> so if you're serious about that company, you want to make sure that you get notifications or at least their their posts are going to be in your feed. What, what about job seekers that might be concerned that if they go like a particular page on Facebook, that it might show up, say, in their feed or their employer might somehow know that they've yeah. liked a career page? Is is that First of all, is that even possible? If I, if I go, for example, and I like Oracle's career page, if my employer is looking at my Facebook profile, will they know that? Um, it all depends. If you're connected with your you know, employers. Some, some people are not. Um, and if your actual Facebook profile is um, totally public or you're just friends of friends or you know, sometimes your notifications just go out to friends and you're not you know, friends with any of your colleagues, that's, then they won't. Um, but if you're if you have a real public, like mine's pretty public, my Facebook page. So in that case, people could just look and see that I liked those companies. So yeah, you would have to be a little more subtle if you're currently working somewhere and you wanted to be not be obvious about job seeking. That's true. You would have to be more subtle, but it's still a good place to see, you know, what they're posting, what types of jobs are open. And the groups feature is actually really taking off with Facebook. I think it's really much, much better feature than the LinkedIn groups. Those aren't doing so well, I think, because you got so many emails that you would turn off the notifications and then you just didn't even know what was happening in the groups. Where Facebook groups you get a notification, but it's, it's within Facebook. It's not like super annoying, I think I find. And recruiters are starting to use these. Um, also, there's just groups for different um, job company, like Boston marketers probably have a group you could join. 
Again, you have to be subtle if you're, you know, if you're under the cover and you're not out of work. A lot of recruitment agencies are starting to see that groups is the way to go because you don't have to pay and you get notifications. It makes more sense than just posting content that no one sees. I know Go TripAdvisor has a group where it's actually, uh, it's all the employees are sort of they're in this group. It's a closed group, but they allow anyone who's job seeking to come into the group, and then they all talk about jobs, and you get to actually know the recruiters. It's it's. Really new, but I think it's going to take off in 2016. Yeah, it's interesting you said that because Facebook and I don't get along. But when I do go to Facebook, I'm in groups and I find them much more interactive than what I do in the groups in LinkedIn, which all seem to be just posts that are me, 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 me. Definitely get a lot more conversation um, inside the Facebook with people. And you can just learn so much from what people say, the, the different comments I follow. It's an employment branding one, and I learned so much just kind of watching the posts and what people say. And it's more the comments I even learned from because all these really smart thought leaders jump in and say their thoughts on the post. Um, and it's definitely a good way to learn and network. All right. So between you and Katrina, I am I, I'm going to have to start turning my turning my mindset around here with Facebook. I think. <laughs> I think so. I think it's going to get bigger when it comes to recruitment in, in next year for sure. Another platform I'd like to talk about is my favorite one, and I can talk about this all day, but I promise we won't, is Twitter. (laughs) How do people really find jobs on Twitter? Sure. So I think the first thing is actually people just realizing that there are tons, like hundreds of thousands of jobs, probably more than that, on Twitter. People don't really think like that yet, I think, but it's really just a big job board, really, and it's only going to get more and more. You really want to uh, follow users with helpful career advice. Um, Some really good ones are Career Sherpa. I think she was um, a guest on your show. Yeah, Hannah. Mm -hmm. Yes. She has great advice. So follow people like that. Um, Career Elism, they're a really good um, Twitter feed. You can follow them. But then you also want to follow companies that have career pages and then targeted job pages, which are those ones I talked about before. Um, Like we have have 11,000 targeted job pages that you can follow. So that's kind of your first step getting started for the recruitment. And then when you actually are going to search, um, it's very simple. You really just go into the Twitter search bar, or you can also use their advanced search. And you just literally put in Boston marketing job. And you're going to see tons and tons of jobs. That's really the best way to to just the jobs. But you wouldn't, you actually would not believe how many there are in there. And they're all obviously shortened in that 140 characters. But then you click on the link, and it usually, you know, all of ours take you right into the ATS to see the full full job description. So you, there's just an unbelievably large amount of jobs there. Um, you do want to make sure before you follow a company that it's it's an active one because a lot of companies kind of start a careers page. And they're tweeting jobs, and then they just get kind of bored and realize it's a pain, um, and they don't, and they just give it up. So it's like two years old. So that's kind of a waste. So make sure that it's an active page. That's why people, companies like us, because um, we totally automate the process, so they don't even have to think about it. Anytime they put a job up on their ATS, it gets tweeted out right away. Yeah, I just typed in Boston marketing jobs, and you're right. It is. I mean, my screen is now full of all kinds of jobs in the Boston area. Yep. And that'll tell you some cool channels to potentially follow too. What about um, attending Twitter chats? Does that, do you you think that's something job seekers should do? Yes. I think that's a a must. And I think they should just because they're super fun. They're my favorite. (laughs) There's a ton of good um, ones for just for job seekers that are just advice on job seeking. And then there's also industry specific ones. So if you're are in the nursing industry, there's probably tweet chats just about nursing jobs or nursing careers. But the best ones just I know for career advice, I attend a bunch of these just because I find it interesting and I'd like to be, you know, helpful. 
are, um, my favorite is OMC Chat, which stands for Open Mic Career Chat. They do it every week. There's a different topic to do with job searching. Um, a lot of recruiters will join, like myself, to kind of pipe in and give their own advice. And it, like, where else in the world can you for free have just look, get all this advice from people that are super famous and, and know about um you know, careers and the best ways for interviewing and any types, any, any type of tip. So that one, I think is, you know, it's on Fridays at noon. I definitely think that's really important one. There's also, um, intern pro, I think it is. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. And I think, is that the one that Mark Babbitt runs at Monday nights? Yeah. Monday nights at, uh, 9 PM Eastern standard time. Yep. Fantastic. That one's really good. Um, super engaging. There's tons of people on that one and they all just really want to help job seekers or interns in this case. Um, there's also some larger companies do their own. I know Hoot Jobs. I think that's only once a month, but that's if you, you know, interested in working at Hootsuite and all of the recruiters themselves are actually on the Twitter chat, which is really oh, cool. Wow. I think that'll happen more and more because it's a great way to engage with candidates and learn from them. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. There's also um, LinkedIn chat, which is I bet you must know about if you're I yeah, actually I don't know about that one. I've not I've not seen it, but I have I have heard of the OMC and then the intern pro, obviously. Yep. And then T-Chat's more, slightly more for recruiters. But we do, there is definitely some topics that are more about job seeking. That's a really famous one, T-Chat. Yeah, that's talent culture, right? With Megan, is it Brio? Yes. Okay. It's a really good one, but sometimes it's more about HR and work. Um, But it's worth checking out for sure. I would follow those. I would, you know, participate in those. And then the industry specific ones, like my favorite for myself, is called EB Chat and it's Employment Branding Chat. So for me... It's like heaven, all these people that really are nerds like me and like to talk about employment branding. Um, I get to just interact with them. There's just like nowhere in the world that you can do that. It's so I think it's really amazing. That's what I love most about Twitter, really. I mean, even though that's that's specific, say, to you know people in your industry, I think as a job seeker, there's got to be value in just lurking, if you will, behind the scenes and watching and learning from a chat like that so that you can find trends or tactics or tools that people like yourself, recruiters are using to help find job seekers. Yep, absolutely. I was actually going to, I meant to mention that the, the lurking part can be very useful, especially if you're, um, you know, job hunting and you don't want your company to know. I would go to that OMC chat and I would lurk. And then at the end of it, I would send like a direct message with my own questions to one of those three moderators because that's what they're there for. And they're, they're going to respond. I know they will. And so you can definitely get value without even participating if you want to be a bit more subtle. Yeah, good tip. That's a good tip. I like that a lot, actually. I've not heard that before. And that is not something I had thought about. But you're right. They will respond, especially if you're asking them a question about something that they just finished talking about for 60 minutes. And they'll understand and respect the fact that you're kind of trying to be a little more subtle. Like I said, I could talk to you about Twitter forever, but there's another platform I understand you can also find jobs on. And I find this one a little bit more difficult to comprehend for myself. It's Instagram. Mm -hmm. Does Instagram work the same way as all these others? You just go type in jobs and companies are posting jobs or I mean, how does that work with Instagram? I think that that will happen a lot more going forward. But for right now, it's really more for learning about a company's culture. Because yeah, they have 
some really amazing companies are doing all these different pictures about what it's like to work for you. Um, what, you know, what we're doing in this Monday, we're having this party and all these pictures of what it's, you know, inside. So it's a great, great way to find out about a company's culture, um, more than find jobs at this point. But I think that could change. Okay. That's actually a really good segue because the next thing I do want to talk to you about is how as a job seeker, can you use social media to assess a company's culture? Before we get there, I mean, why is it important, do you think, to know or to even care about a company's culture? Absolutely. I think it's very important. Um, there's a couple of reasons. Uh, the first is that you could really have all the qualifications for the job and be the perfect candidate. But you could be really miserable at a company if you just really aren't a good fit and don't understand the way that they solve problems or you don't really get their values. A good example, I guess, would be there's companies that are really more traditional versus companies that are more progressive. The traditional ones are good in that they're very predictable um, and they're very stable. And a lot of people love that and they thrive in that environment and they're happy. Me, not so much. I like companies that are more progressive. It's kind of like your startup feel, which I think that my company now is. It's the startup type feel where they're going to change a lot. We're going to say, okay, today we're doing this, but this isn't working. Okay, never mind. We're going to totally go a different way and we're going to do this. So you have to figure out what type of personality you have to make sure that when you get there, you're actually going to like how they do things. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, it does. And I think as I was growing up through the corporate world, I don't think that ever even really occurred to to people as a job seeker or as a candidate or as somebody coming new to a company. I mean, you were really more concerned about, I want to get a job doing what I know I can do. And you were less concerned about what the company culture was, but I think you were also less concerned mm-hmm. because you couldn't figure it out until you got into it. You know, you, you might be able to pick up a hint in an interview, but that's all it was, was a hint. And so I want to talk, I want to go backwards now through some of the platforms that we just talked about and talk about some specifics as it relates to company culture. For example, from LinkedIn standpoint, how, how can somebody use LinkedIn to begin to determine a company's culture? Sure. So the first place I would have a look is their company page. Are they active on the company page or is it just something that they threw up and has never been used? Um, In that case, it it tells you that they're not quite as advanced socially, um, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. But look there first because they could be putting out culture content there. Some companies do. So it can be a good place if, if they're using it in that way. And then I think an even bigger way to to search for the culture of a company on LinkedIn is um, looking at the different profiles of the employees. Um, Maybe probably starting with the recruiters. I mean, I feel like you can often tell if they're happy or not. And that might be a bit of a stretch. You can tell from their summary. Is it super boring written 10 years ago? And are they active on LinkedIn? Or is their summary like, this is a fantastic place to work. I love it here. You have to take it in a stride. But I think there's definitely information to be found Um, and how people are portraying what it's like to work on their company page, you know, on their personal page, excuse me. And you can tell some people just look like they're really bored and unhappy in their page, I think. So that would put me off a little bit. And then there's just so many different employees to check out. Start with recruiters and then check out the people in the department you'd actually be working with. It's super easy to find them. How, How could a candidate change maybe the language in their summary so that it's not so corporate and it's maybe more reflective of who they are. So yeah, summaries are really hard and definitely an art form. I'm not even sure mine is very good, but I'm not too concerned because I'm really not job hunting. I think the first thing for me is to make sure you do it in the first person. And I, hopefully you, you do that. And I'm not making fun of you, but... Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't looked at mine in a while and I, and I should considering all the advice I've been given in the last few months about LinkedIn. Yeah, I mean, my <laughs> personal preference, and I know a lot of people's personal preference is first person. Because if you're putting it in, in like Audra Knight is this and this and this, 
everyone knows that you actually wrote it for one. Like, I don't think you, ha- I haven't hired anyone to write it and it just sounds kind of cold and not friendly, not open. So I definitely would say put it in the first person. As I sit here and I think of my profile, there's probably some things I could change to make it sound a little bit more like a human instead of something that was written by a corporate marketing person. Yes, I think that's really important. How about Facebook? Yeah, so Facebook is a good, really good place to find out about culture. Um, We kind of already mentioned that you'd follow the careers pages, if they have them, that's where they're going to be posting all of the updates. If it's a careers page are going to be, you know, relevant to you. And I didn't mention earlier, but all of this information, you know, research on culture is going to be really valuable if you get an interview because recruiters really want to hire for culture fit too. So some recruiters even place more emphasis on that than they do skills which is a big change from how things used to be. So if you've done all this research and you know that you really are and you, you know that you like what they like and have similar values and not, not, exactly, not exactly the same type of person, but that you get what the day is like and you feel like you're going to be happy. And if you can express that in an interview, it's going to really give you a leg up to other people that haven't done that research. Yeah, it sounds like we're looking for pictures, so inside the four walls, maybe events or conferences that they attend and pictures of people actually having fun instead of standing behind a podium. Although that picture says something about the company as well, correct? Yes. I mean, a lot of them use stock photos for different places and I am not a fan and I really hope that we, I think we're going away from that. They may look more professional and that's why they're using them, but people don't want that anymore. They want to see what the employees really look like. But you have to take it in stride because you know you have to know that's their job is to really market and make the employees look fantastic to get the best talent. So, you know, take it in stride, but it's a great way to see what their day is like, what they're doing, what, you know, values they have. Um, and there's so much like that on Facebook on all of their, um, anyone that has a careers page for sure. Can you, can you get the same type of feel for a company using Twitter too? Um, yes, definitely. A lot of companies will have their corporate page, then they'll have their careers page. And that's the one you want to follow and look into. And then they'll have a jobs page, which is just tweeting out jobs for SEO purposes. It won't have a lot of followers. It's the careers page. And this is not all companies have it, but it's getting much more common for sure. That's where they're going to be posting like really great pictures, even videos sometimes. Um, I've seen some companies use Periscope actually, but that's kind of a different off topic. Um, Another thing to do is actually search their handle without going to their page. So in the search box, put at careers at what what have you with their pages to see what other people are saying about them because you could get people complaining. You could get people saying good things. That's kind of a, a sneaky way to see what other people are saying and not just what the brand is saying. Um, so definitely do that. And then companies have hashtags. And that's a good way to, to just see culture just from all the people's personal pages. So you're not just getting the content from a branded page where you know that it's going to look really nice, but you're going to get content from people that work there because they hash, they put that hashtag in. They'll put a picture of them doing something at the company and you can really see what people think and how they feel. And you can kind of tr- really trust it more because they're com- they're using their own personal page. So, um, so definitely go you know, look to see if the company you want to work for has their own hashtag that they use. It's really becoming common and it's only going to keep increasing, but that's a great way to see what other people think and not just what the company is saying about what it's like to work there. So speaking of that, what about companies such as Glassdoor or Indeed where 
you know, it's kind of the Amazon review, if you will, type thing where people go in and they actually are giving reviews for companies. Can job seekers use that also to get some insights into companies? Yeah, I think it's very, very important. I think you want to combine looking at the Glassdoor reviews, looking at you know, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, combine all of those things together to have an overall picture of what you really, as close as you can get as to what the company's like. Um, but Glassdoor... Um, even if the company pays, at least it doesn't affect the actual review. They can't pay to get a higher number, which is good. Also, it's pretty easy to see if they are paying. You can tell because they don't have um, adverts for other companies on like the top right. Um, if they are paying, they're going to have like usually their Twitter or Facebook feed in there. There's a little tricks to know if they're paying. And it doesn't mean that they're not being honest. It's not a great company to work for, but it can just let you know that you have to dig a bit deeper if they're, if they're paying. But I think you have to check Glassdoor. I think it's really good. And there's, there's good and there's bad, and that's the whole point. You know, it, there's enough reviews, it's going to average out to, I think, pretty close to the truth, I think. Okay, well, hey, Audra, I think that might be a great point um, for us to start to wrap up. If people wanted to learn more about you or about Career Arc, what is the best way for the listeners to get in touch with, with you? Sure. So you can definitely find me on LinkedIn. Um, as long as you put some sort of personal sentence or two about why you want to connect, then I'm happy to connect. And then if you're interested in Career Arc, if you're a company or a job seeker with a question about it, uh, you can always reach me at um, a knight at careerarc.com or just go ahead and visit our site and you can get more information there's a really cool video about what we do and then that's where you can look for jobs as well all right and they can also follow your band at on twitter at the filth band yes but it's better on facebook that i don't tweet enough <laughs> okay um, but yeah on facebook if you just search the filth um we should come right up okay audra any final thoughts words of wisdom tips anything you'd like to pass on to folks listening today um i just think that the number one thing you really want to work on if you're job seeking is your LinkedIn profile. If you're out of work and currently, you know, really looking, I think you should be spending an hour a day easy just optimizing that profile and making sure it looks fantastic. And more importantly, if you have a job and even if you're happy in your job, I think you should still spend a half hour a week or a half hour a month updating it and working on it because you never know if you could get laid off or you could get new management could come in and you could not be happy. And then you don't want to be left with this LinkedIn profile that's six years old that's kind of useless. So I think every single person should always be updating their profile. Yeah. Okay, great. Audra, thank you very much. I appreciate your time. I've learned a lot. I look forward to keeping in touch with you. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, Ryan. There's really no excuse for not understanding a company's culture. In fact, it's now possible for all parties, candidates and employers alike, to completely understand each other's brand. As a job seeker, this is what I've been preaching about for a while now on this show. You are the equivalent of your online activity and your Google search results. What employers find will dictate whether they pursue you further or not. In this digital first age, you have to own your brand. The same is true for employers. In the not-so-distant past, job seekers were really limited to what the employer wanted them to find. But now, because of social media, job seekers have numerous places they can turn to to discover what it's like to actually work at a company. Audra shared some excellent tips and tactics with us today about how you can use social media to review and assess a company's culture. So if you're actively looking for a new position, I recommend checking out CareerArc's Job Seeker page. You can search for job postings right from the page, as well as sign up to have job openings delivered right into your inbox. Audra, thank you for sharing your knowledge with us today. Job seekers listening in are now equipped with everything they need to find their next opportunity. 
Thank you, too, for sharing some of your specially recorded riffs just for today's show. And for those of you who are interested, don't forget to check out Audra's band, The Filth, on Facebook. You can find the link to the band and all of the links for everything we talked about in today's show on the show notes page at ryanroten.com forward slash Audra Knight. Thank you all for tuning in today. You know I want the best for you, which means you have to remember that in the eyes of a recruiter, you are your Google search results. So you need to make sure that you're owning your brand. And the only way that you can really do this is to take charge of your online reputation. So if you're finally ready to take that step, head on over to ryanroten.com forward slash blog setup. There you'll find a video that will walk you through the steps required to purchase your domain and get started building a positive online reputation in less than five minutes. So that's it for today. Until next week, I've been Ryan. I'm out.